See, I love the new song, but now we gotta wait. Yeah, that's the hard part about this. I don't know how you want to do this. Yeah. Dude, I would kill somebody to hit that high note. <laughs> Such a good high note, bud. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't you, like, you gotta just murder one person in secret and no one ever finds out when you get that high note? Done. Immediately done. Anyway, it's Leafs Talk. J.D. Buckus, Sam McKee. Uh, follow the boys on Twitter and Instagram, oh, at J.D. Buckus, <laughs> at Sam McKee. Are you wearing a Leafs hoodie? No, okay. You just no, got stains? What's going I on? Got wa- I just I took a sip of water and I made a spill, so it's all good. What's going What's on, buddy? Good. How are you? dude that was uh, what a wild finish release but before anything when mm. Tavares has that puck roll on him and mckinnon breaks the other way did you think for a split second that this was going to be what, what was it eves that no, fit it f- buddy it was full patrick stefan mode there for a oh, second patrick i got stefan, really right? yeah, really when when <laughs> mckinnon was going through the neutral yeah. zone there picking up speed and he cut it to the outside. And who was it that he yeah. got on defense? I could have was looking away. I didn't know who it was that he got on I don't on know. I was, I was staring. I looked at him make that move. And then my eyes bolted to the clock. Yeah. And I went, please no. Because <laughs> I really thought that was going to squeak in underneath uh, his. What happened with Tavares? Did the puck roll on him? Like, did he just forget how to play? Okay. I don't know what happened. This is my theory. This is my theory having seen it once. I think he started trying to do like the NFL running back play almost like uh, they yeah. put a, like he was trying to down it at the one yeah. yard line. And then I think he yeah. was trying to get closer, burn a little clock and then it might've rolled on him and he went, Oh crap. And he couldn't shovel it in the net. That's yeah. my guess because it did look a little weird. Like he had a clear opportunity to just put it in the net. And I don't know if it's because they just cross checked the guy in the face for an empty net or what, but he <laughs> clapper. We needed a clapper there. So bad. He looked, he looked like he was, Du- like double clutching on that sucker and, and wanted yeah. to take a, a beat before he did it. Anyway, I think then it rolled on him and then uh, the rest was history. Anyways, Leafs win, despite I think only having two shots in the third period. Mm-hmm. A f- really fun hockey game. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, I think you have to start with the obvious, with the top news of the evening, with uh, Tyler Bertuzzi finally pushing it over oh, the yeah. line like we've been asking all night, all year. And I think, you know, those are three goals that, are pretty, you know, borderline tap-ins, not borderline all tap-ins, but he's been missing tap-ins all year. So you have to be really, really happy to see just the reaction for me, how excited he was in the the monkey off his back. And specifically on the second one, the reaction he had with his line mates now with with Nylander and Domi, it just feels Mm -hmm. to me like those guys have really been great for each other. And you just, you can just see it in them. I thought he was great before he even scored tonight, specifically defensively. He had a couple excellent plays with his stick. I know we'll roll a whole, a whole pack here, but I was just really impressed with him all night. Bags two means. Maybe maybe he scored two and he maybe forgot to put three. I don't know. Who knows yeah, what it is? Like, but he, anyways. It's got to be our weirdest Cairo job of the season so far. <laughs> a very, very famous hat trick, boys. I don't know what bags two means. Anyway. I'm with you. Okay, so they're tap-ins. But guess what? This guy wasn't brought in here to be Miko Rantanen. He's not supposed to be a sniper. He's supposed yeah. to be a guy who goes to dirty areas and bangs in goals. And that's what he did tonight. And he did it in spectacular fashion. And, and to me, the story of the game, as much as it is the goals and the emotions and the things that you talk about, is, buddy, yeah. he was incredible. 
drew the penalty to start the game that gets them their first power play. So look at that one. Oh, just driving that smart hockey smarts play on the mm-hmm. forecheck all night. Broke up, blocked a shot with a broken stick, you know, just out there. I actually was thinking, oh. you know, I wonder if more teams have ever tried just having guys skate to the bench when they break a stick. And like, just go. You're hemmed in by the scariest team in hockey. Just go. Get out of there when there's a chance. Doesn't do it. Stays in there. Blocks a shot. Breaks up on surefire goal. I think mm-hmm. in the third period, that that's just a backdoor tap in. He was everywhere, playing with emotion and playing with just a ton of tenacity, finish, everything. That's a beautiful, I, you know, I don't know what Marner, they're doing, yeah. giving Mitch Marner all that space. But, dude, that was the total Tyler Bertuzzi experience. And for those of us like myself that held on to all the stock, we are <laughs> celebrating You're tonight. You're rich. Yeah. Bertuzzi Island is fruitful. This oh, evening. yeah. The, the crops are sprouting out. The sun's out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah. And this guy's going to be a big game player. 100%. And he shows up for it. 100%. So awesome. Awesome stuff for Bertuzzi. Yeah, like when before the puck dropped, Chris Cuthbert, who is the best in the business, just outlining all the star power that's in this game, right? When it's like the drop of the puck, he's like, is that good enough for you? And it's like, that's his classic CC and just highlights how he's many incredible on fire tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, see, he's on a, yeah, he's, yeah. It's just big game feel. He was just on yeah. fire. But you just, yeah. you see all those guys that are involved in this game. And when Tyler Bertuzzi is clearly the best player in it, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's not something I came out of this game expecting when it's like all, how many of the best players in the league are playing in this game? And Tyler Bertuzzi is clearly the best and had big moments at both ends. And look how fired up he is there. If you're yeah, watching, the little jump. he loves the it. Little. Like I just this trip, man. And like the, the five game winning streak with Riley out and then getting the win in Vegas, coming here, beating the avalanche. With seven in a row, longest winning streak since I don't know, was it 2003 that they maybe potentially that long? It's been, it was yeah, early 2000s. I just, you know, I, I hate to say I'm back, but I, I'm impressed, man. I, oh, I did not see, that. I did not see this kind of turnaround coming. And mm-hmm. I, I, I thought they'd be good. I thought they'd be in the playoffs, but I did not expect them to look this good against elite competition in these two games. Like these two games are eye opening for me and I hope they're eye opening for everybody involved with the organization. Okay. So yeah, I I think that there's, there's definitely some really quality resiliency from the group in this game. Like they go down to nothing. They've been on a long road trip. Yep. They're kind of not expected to win this one easily could have packed it in and, and no one would have, like if they got smoked, no one would have cared. Well, they, maybe we would have uh, cared a bit. No, see, see, I'm I'm the opposite feel of that, buddy. Like, I, that's that's my whole thing about there was a narrative here tonight that was building where, and thank you, Miko Rantanen, for putting that puck oh. over the glass. Like, heavenly by that? you. Well, no pan. There was no one on him. He was just sitting there. He just rolls on him. He puts it out. That's got to be a horrible feeling. He's uh, so stupid. Uh, These guys are just whacking each other. No penalties. Great officiated game. Just letting them play hard hammering each other and a puck rolls on you it goes over the glass you gotta go you gotta go bud like that's unacceptable unacceptable leafs leafs started the game with one that was controversial and the game closes on one where Mm -hmm. it's a no pressure play but i I saw there was actually a little bit of discourse online about that penalty i think it was ian mendez that posted about how he hates that penalty i love that penalty like it forces you to play smart in your own end and yeah, can't allow you just to panic and flip it out when you're given pressure. But that one it just is avoids just... gray area. It just avoids gray area because yeah. before they put it in, whenever yeah. there was any pressure, 
guys were just hammering it out and they they were putting it into the, and it just alleviated pressure. You got to change. Like it's a rule. There's a reason they put it in, but you can't coach gray area. You can't be like, Oh, that one was on purpose. We're giving them, it's just cut and dry. You shoot it out. That's a penalty. I'm not like Mm. upset about it. I just think it's hilarious compared to like how hard the guys were battling all night, hammering each other. And I get the one that decides the game. Yeah. I, I just think like to kind of get back to the point I was trying to make is there was a bit of a narrative building to me anyways of, okay, so you hung around the game, but Colorado, I think was out shooting them eight, nothing before that yeah. penalty, maybe nine, nothing. The Leafs definitely look scrambly in that third period. There's Tired. just, there's no doubt about it. I don't think scrambly is a word, but they were scrambling scrambly? around. Scrambly is a word. Nah, I, you're not the guy I'm trusting on this, brother. I've but. said scrambly a million times in a hockey context, but outside of yeah. a hockey context, it might not be. A, it may not be a I, word. I don't think. It, I I feel like if we were playing uh, Scrabble, uh, yeah, we were playing some Scrabble. That scrambly would, word score on that one, baby. <laughs> I think scrambly would get thrown off the board. <laughs> I, think, I think we dictionary check that. Jobo, dictionary check that for us. Just put yes. it in the the Scrabble rules. Anyway. Uh, you could have made the case that if Colorado won that game late, that damn, they still don't know how to close games against good teams. And I think the last I saw Vegas was losing three, two to a pretty terrible Ottawa team. Maybe they mm. pulled that one out. I don't know, but yeah, I think you could have just, people could have picked it apart. The Colorado win at the end of the trip is a massive, massive victory. It's easily and unequivocally their most important win of the season for them to roll that momentum back home and not mm. have any doubts of, Oh, you know, did we beat up on some bad teams? Did we did we pick opportunity wins? No, no, no. Like none of that. There's no doubt. The Leafs are I'm sorry. The, the Leafs are back. I'm saying it. The Leafs are back. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh really upset to inform you. The Leafs yeah. are absolutely back. I, I regret to inform you. The haters. The haters <laughs> are gonna hate this, but yeah, scrambly is not a player uh, word. Fair fair sorry. Um, uh, sorry for you. Yeah, so they uh, Vegas did end up losing to Ottawa in a shootout. So mm. Vegas is hurting, man. I think they they were talking sure. in the broadcast there about how many guys are missing. They've missed by far the most man games this year. There, that's what happens after you go on a long cup run. Guys are just dead. Like it just it happens every single year with these teams coming out of it. Where it's like, yeah, this guy has lacerated spleen. He can't play anymore. It's just guys get hurt. But um, uh, yeah. So where did you want to go from there? Because I had a few well, different things. I got I got one other thing to say about, you know, big game feel and big game this and big game that. Okay, so to me, all right, if you want to point to Leafs kind of going to sleep in the third period a little bit, I don't think that they did that. I thought that they were playing pretty intense hockey. They just, Colorado was better. They, they look like the better team for most of the third period. That being said, if you're in a playoff series, you're not going to be the better team against the elite of the elite every mm-hmm. single period. It's just, it's not going to happen. But you know what's going to be a huge different, differentiator for you? is capitalizing on your power play opportunities. And one thing that the Toronto Maple Leafs have really struggled with in the playoffs the last couple of years, one of the things that has been kind of the bane of their existence has been not being able to turn this talented group into a successful playoff power play unit. And to me, that was a nice reminder in a game like this. You're playing Colorado, and it was kind of an effortless couple of goals for them on the power play. They look awesome. And a big part of this is just, it's obviously the, the scoring prowess of uh, Austin Matthews and the ability that any time a puck goes cross ice to him on that right side, he's just whipping it in the back of the net. And everybody but cheats on him too. It opens dude, up everything. They cheat on him so hard. But Mitch Marner, you can't mm-hmm. give him space. He has the beautiful assist that just the tap in for Bertuzzi on the first one. He gets the goal that 
is an awful one by Gorgiev, who had a couple of kind of stinky moments oh, in lost. this game. He was lost. Yeah, just not able to find it, not able to track it. But Mitch flips one in on him. But what was the what was the problem in both situations? It's that the Avs were given 16, way too much space, which he's creating, of course, but it's like you can't close in on him because he's got the legs going that and he's moving just out of this world. That's what I'm saying. He moves like so few players do in the NHL. And man, he's dominating right now. Like yeah. he is just, he's on another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, that's the main thing I wanted to say uh, coming out of this game. To me, Mitch Marner's playing the best hockey of his career. And I, yeah. I, I think this is the best he's ever looked. Like I just last year he was pretty awesome. I got. I know, say, but people, I just to he me he looks he looks he looks faster, bigger. Like right now to me, this stretch of hockey when they've won. I mean, yeah, what does he have? Fifteen assists and sixteen points in his last seven games. Like he is out of this world. Dominated. Dominated. And I, I, I just I can't. Like of course he was really good. He had a twenty-five game point streak last year. I remember that. I remember how good he was last year. But to me, this is the best he's ever looked. And that goal there where he's curling back and he's using his edges. I just really hope that he can continue to to grow on this, and we can see this Mitch in the playoffs because that's always what it is, and that's always what he gets Please. he gets he gets measured against, which is fair. I'm not saying it's not fair. That's the whole thing. But like, if he can continue this kind of play into the first round and second round of the playoffs, people are gonna like. It's so easy for him to flip the narrative here. Like, if he just has a one run, even all he got to do is go to the third round and have him have 15 points in three rounds, and he's unbelievable. Like. It doesn't take much for him to flip the narrative on him for that. And, it, you know, some of these narratives are are fair. I'm not saying that. Just It's just watching it him play right now. Yeah, he is like the number one playoff narrative guy. Like, yeah. he is the one that takes the brunt of it. He's the one who's had the biggest drop-off in the playoffs. The space gets smaller. It gets a bit over the, the yeah, puck. 100%. Over the glass, 100%. Like, so yeah. I don't, don't want to bring that up right now because it's just like he's coming off one of the best games or best stretches of games he's ever had. But it's just an absolute delight to watch him play right now. I'm just beyond impressed. He looks unbelievable. But it is fair to bring up because this is a measuring stick game for this team. The regular Mm -hmm. season is just supposed to be a test for what you might look like come playoff time. And that is especially Mm -hmm. the, the case with this fan base. It's the reason why Austin Matthews might score 70 goals this season. And most of the fans in the fan base are like, that's awesome. We're absolutely rooting for it. But ultimately, that's not what you care about you you care more about him scoring a game winning goal in a game seven than 70 goals did you see max domi after the game the other night i did i loved it and yes of course that's got to be the mentality of this team and if you're trying to look for reasons that this team could be different then you had a pretty good outlier today like or an example today which is they played really well down two goals in the in the arena of one of the toughest teams to beat in all of hockey that matches up extremely well with them. And what? Sheldon Keefe called out their stars after last game, said they were on a different level. I thought that the three best players in this game tonight, two of them were Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. And that's that's what you want to see. You want to see a response. And they and they they had it. So yeah, that was <laughs> it's far, man, that feels like so long ago where you're just like, they're on a different planet. It's just I the one other thing I wanted to bring up with you here, and I think because sure. we've been very critical of Keefe over oh, yeah. this season. I mean, he's talking about guys who have flipped the narrative. This Tavares third line center checking thing, putting like mixing up the lines, keeping Riley away from Brody for the most part. He's mixing them in here and there, which I completely understand. Like you're watching Lagason against McKinnon and Rantman, and I, I get going back to old faithful here and there. But just the way that he's sort of adjusted on the fly here this season 
And I guess it was his hand was forced because of what happened with Riley and the guy, the guys being sick earlier in the streak. But he really has, for me, flipped the narrative on his season on its head in a way. And I know they've won seven in a row. It's easy to say that, but it's just not the winning. It's just the way that he's used the guys, the, the way that he's he's coaching, putting Bertuzzi on the top power play unit, having him contribute, having their power play look really good with him on the top unit, putting Bertuzzi, Nylander, and Domi together, having them be the second line, elevating McMahon, finding what he can do, make, making a fourth line that seems to be really like, he has pushed all the right buttons here, and it's really led to them playing well. I'm just impressed with him. He's he's had a good stretch here, and the whole team has, but a lot of it has to do with what he's done with the lineup. It's been good. Yeah, uh, I especially like that he's keeping Tavares on the third line, but he's still finding ways to get him off. Yeah, give him a little cookie here and there. Like when he loads yeah. up the line, it's always Tavares. He did yeah. it two or three times tonight. That's all you need to yeah. do. But But I like that because when Sheldon Keefe first came in, that was supposed to be one of his calling cards is that this guy is creative. He's a different thinker. He's not afraid. We would call him the tinkerer, right? Oh, yeah. It was, Hey, this guy, he's, he's willing to try new things. Sometimes he'll do it too quickly. And then what happened come playoff time, he would get too rigid and he'd be afraid to make those changes. Yep. And here you have a season where, why was he being criticized? Afraid to make changes, rolling out the same things over and over and over again, expecting different results. And now all of a sudden he's trying something new. And it feels like a little bit of throwback, Keith, to when he first arrived with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I like it too. I think it's a really well-stated point by you. Yeah, and I just, it's it's nice. Like, it's just a really different look for this team from the start of the year where they were just winning because all their big guys were playing 25 minutes a night. And they lost a lot mm-hmm. of games earlier in the year. Like, this stretch has put them uh, into a playoff spot solidly, but we had conversations multiple times not that long ago if we were sure that they were going to be there. And it feels, I guess, the ter- it's so funny to keep looking back at that suspension. But man, it really feels like they rallied around that. It's hard not to. It's hard not to believe that, especially like people who want to take away from that. You could be like, oh, the the competition was no good. But having them mm-hmm. go into Vegas, and I know they're hurt, but beat Vegas there on the second half of back to back, and go into Colorado on a Saturday night and win two games. It's tough to tell me that they haven't rallied around that suspension and things are just looking up. Maybe, maybe on the uh, the championship DVD, they'll look back at that cross check to the face and everybody will be like, "Oh, that was the turning point. That's when they became a team." <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think I, I like I don't think that you can dismiss it at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not always that uh, that that is the reason why something happens, but it's a it, again we've said it's an emotional game. Mm-hmm. and it forced their hand in a couple of different ways to unlock a few things that work better for them, and they've been successful. So I don't know how you could dismiss it completely. So it's probably going to get overrated and overstated by for some sure. people. Of course. Again, it's it Toronto, is February. That's what we do. Yeah, it's, it's February, so we've got to see if they can maintain this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, obviously the streak is fantastic. I'm thrilled for, honestly, for the fan base. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's February, right? It's not exactly, uh, you know, we got the trade deadline coming up. It's giving you something to talk about other than right-handed D targets and should they be adding another forward come deadline time, right? Like there's, there's other things to talk about with this group. Uh, uh, Anything else? Yeah. I had a couple avalanche notes Uh, to me. They are a team that needs to make some additions. It's, it's, you know, outside of the top guys who are clearly breathtaking, like McKinnon Mm -hmm. is just again tonight. Oh my God. What a clinic. Like, he is just so fun to watch. What a pleasure to watch. I thought McCarr wasn't great tonight. Had a couple moments, but just seems a little bit off. He, that was his first point tonight in seven games, which is hard to believe. I, I would say it's a lot yeah, of... I love McCarr. It's a lot of Johansson and Colton and, 
you know, Cogliano and uh, that O'Connor plays a ton. To me, like they're clearly a cup. They have they have a chance mm-hmm. to go for a run because of McK- because of McKinnon because of the top guys. But if I was going coming on here doing Avs talk, I would be talking a little bit about what they need underneath it. To me, they just they need to make a an impact addition to this bottom half of this team. I I, I just don't know quite. They need to get a goalie. This Gorgiev is playing every night. He plays every night. Have you seen, like, I think he, I don't know what his number of starts are, but he's far and away the most starts all year. I just, I love watching these guys play and I want to see him go deep in the playoffs, but I'm just like, they, they match up with a, uh, another good team. Like, I feel like a good team with some depth could really take them out pretty quickly. That's my uh, abs I, notes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fair note. I will say that I actually thought miles wood was kind of all over the place tonight he had a good game and yeah, he still ended up he being jumps he jumps but he just does it he never buries he's fast but, but he, he comes off the wing say, and just beats it into gregor. the pads he is he's gregor if they if he was he's on the least he'd be whining about gregor it's just the same yeah. be the same thing it'd be the same thing he's yeah, bigger but, than gregor really clearly yeah yeah for sure yeah but that was that was all i, I had I, for I, tonight. I liked him a lot uh and i went okay this team's good i just the thing about them is that they have so much speed. They're just so deadly speed, in transition. They fast. make you feel yeah. super uncomfortable throughout sure. the game. And I, I thought Toronto really struggled with that at times. But again, they, they did start of the job. season for Gorgiev tonight. That's that's a lot of starts. What have the Leafs played? Fifty-seven games. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a yeah. lot of games to, to play. So they got yeah. they probably got to add a goalie there to, to to help him out a bit. But yeah, it's yeah. just what a pleasure to watch McKinnon. I think he yeah. could. So good. It would be a real conversation for me if you're starting a team from scratch. I know McDavid's unbelievable, clearly. No, but it, I, I would have I would have a meeting. I'd have a meeting. I think I'd ultimately I end have. up with McDavid, but McKinnon's right there for me, man. He's hey, right. If right I was there. in that, if I was in that meeting with He'd you, slap me in the I face. Would, oh yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> get out. <laughs> Why are we here? Listen, you know be, I love you know McKinnon. Be fun. No, and we get to watch him play on the same touch. team for a team we love the most. That's gonna Except be great. For, yeah, you know what's not gonna be fun? The fact yeah. that. Watch the Leafs pump Aiden Hill, and oh, you got dog walked by David Camp. You got dog walked by David Camp, and then today or yesterday, I can't remember which, because I was off yesterday. But I was watching a daytime. Uh, it was, it was game. today. Yeah, I was like fired it on. I was like, let me get a little moment, literally get a little touch of this. And Jordan Bennington looked horrific. It also gave up a four spot in the first period and got pulled. And I went, oh boy, <laughs> they need. Well, hey, guess what? I'm gonna tell you Goalies something. Don't bad. look at don't look at Stuart Skinner's numbers recently either. Then, buddy, yeah, if you want to feel better about it, I, he's also been a dog. He's, <laughs> he's been really bad. He's come back down to There was a hot minute where the goalies were all humming at the same time. Yeah, yeah, maybe like, they got are something. we the best goaltending nation? Like, are we uh, better than Russia? All of a sudden, <laughs> it bothers me. It bothers me, brother. Uh, hey. I oh, don't think I have any other notes. I just got positive or... notes. I got another one. Yeah. No. The, well, the, my uh, only negative is the jerseys. I just hate those jerseys. Uh, I hate that the signature win came in the black jersey. I Well, at least they won one in those. They've I know. I thought they were that's... dead. I couldn't believe yeah. that they wore it tonight. I went, are you kidding me? Like, they showed up, and I went, this is nuts. If there's one thing this winning streak can tell you, that if they can survive wearing the black jerseys against the good team on a Saturday night, it's a real mm. streak. That should be the real... Mm. Talk. We should have led with that. They survived yeah. these jerseys, not Bertuzzi hat trick. <laughs> we should have led with that. But should have the, led with the third I wanted to say uh, that Riley to me after that five game break, but he is galloping, galloping. Mm. Like that, you can tell that he was off for a while. He is flying up and down the ice, like just decisive. Mm. 
Like, I mean, he's still, you know, I think there's a conversation there about his defensive game that we've all had a million times that we've all just come to accept that we understand what he is. And that's just, that's just the way it is. And I, there's a couple times tonight where you don't love it, but God, he is the breathtaking goal of the game. is yeah, just him. I know. Full I know. I know. Listen, I know. I know. I know. But the, the way he helps the offense, the way he makes his team go up the ice, he is breathtaking with the puck on his stick. And I just think he looks so fast since the, since he came back, especially in that game against Vegas, but even tonight too. I just flying, beautiful mm-hmm. skater. So that was, I just wanted to bring that up too. I thought it was an awesome, complete game for Leafs. I didn't think anybody yeah. even had a bad game. Like I know that the fourth line even all end up with a dash, mm-hmm. but they also had some pretty good shifts. Like they had a pretty crucial shift in the four, in the third period where, you know, they were kind of banging bodies around. And I, I've, I've thought Reeves is just definitely more of a noticeably positive player as of late. I, I can't really come away with too many negatives. I thought Samsonov was solid. There wasn't mm-hmm. a stinker for me tonight. Like he was, he was good. He felt poised in the net. He killed a couple of pucks. His rebound control was really solid. Uh, just a really quality top to bottom game for the Toronto like- Leafs, honestly. And again, in a game where they barely got a shot, maybe they don't get a shot in the third period, if not for a really stupid penalty by Rantanen. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've noticed about Bobby McMahon, God, is it nice to have a guy that's big and fast and just drops his shoulder and goes hard to the net. He does it at least once or twice a game where he catches guy. I don't know if this will continue because of like the scouting report and he's new and I, I don't like people don't know his game, but he's catching boys off guard right now. Like they, yeah, they, he gets them at the, at the blue. Guard thing. No, I think it's just they, a confidence thing for him. Like no, he's allowed to speed. do it now. Cause he's big. Yeah. No, just the fact that he's big and he picks up speed coming over that blue line. And I don't know who it was he caught tonight. He just did not have the ability to keep up to him. And he drops that shoulder. He just goes right to the net. I love to see that too. So yeah, another positive. No, I love tonight. It too. I, I Johnny just, positive I, I, over I, here. No, but I just, I think that that's sustainable. I don't think that's like a scouting report issue. I think that's just mm. a guy who is playing up the lineup. So he's getting more minutes. So there's more opportunity. And he's playing against, you know, lesser opponents as well. You just mentioned that mm-hmm. you don't really love the Avs depth. He's not playing against mm-hmm. top lines every single night. And now he knows that he, he's not just one mistake away from being pulled out of the lineup. And so yeah. he's playing with a little bit more aggression rather than some of these times. He's probably just thinking, just dump it in and chase it. He's actually trying to carry the puck through the neutral zone and then driving the net. So good for McMahon. Like I, and I did it again. Right. The last thing I want to mention, and it's just these things are coming to me as I look at my notes here. Yeah, no, we were hard. We were we were hard on Willie, right? When he was slow coming out of the break, and people will probably come back and look at our clips and be like, "Oh, he's finally coming out of it." And he's smoking hot again. Like he is absolutely on fire. Three more helpers tonight. What I would like mm-hmm. to say to that is good, <laughs> good. <laughs> You're making. Yeah. You signed a ninety-two million dollar contract. I would like you to look like this. This is sure. what I expect now. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> I, I'm like one of the things that I'm definitely becoming way more of a fan of, and this has been part of the Matthews thing because of all the goals is yeah. primary point percentage. I'm yeah. like, he was, he was, he had a good game. Like there's no doubt about yeah. it. And his line scored a ton, but yeah, uh, two of them are second assists. And one is where he's trying to kind of like flail a puck back on the net that he, I don't like the fact that he tried to pass it to Domi there. I felt like he got locked into Domi brain. He made, a great play. he made a great play on the Bertuzzi goal for the, for the winner, the, yeah. from behind the net. He that did. was a nice pass. Yeah. He, that was a really nice pass. That was a really nice pass. Oh, actually, I guess both two were primary. Uh, yeah. but yeah. So the, but the, the first drive, I was like, Joe, you just scored shooting it in the net on this exact mm-hmm. angle on this exact play. Like 
don't mess with success. Just rip it in there. And luckily mm-hmm. Bertuzzi was there to kind of hammer it home and he got a little piece of it. But I was like, don't, don't pass it to Domi there. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> just shoot it. Domi you wants to pass it to you. That's what he wants yeah, to do. Like, don't, if Domi, if you get that puck to Domi, he's going to rip yeah. it right back at you. So just shoot yeah. it. <laughs> You're right though. He's, he's been hot. He's been, he's, he's been playing great. Red hot, Again, dude. When all the Leafs, when all the Leaf stars are going, they look like yeah. a pretty formidable team, especially now that they've found some depth. Uh, okay, Absolutely. let's wrap this sucker up. Beautiful. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. For the love of God, do those things. Leave five <laughs> stars if you're on either of them. For, it, it helps so much. Helps so much. Same thing with just the thumbs up. All you got to do is those two things. Share it when you see it on social media. Follow us there at JD Bunk is at Sam A. McKee. And we'll see you, what, they're back home Tuesday on against Tuesday? the Knights again. Yep, Tuesday right. against the Knights. Knights and then Yotes. Mm-hmm. Repeats. A couple repeats. Yeah, yeah a couple home repeats. Uh, <laughs> all right, for Jamie Bunkett and Sam McKee, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you then.